Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Wednesday, April 27th, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, put on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. Russia has cut off natural gas supplies to Poland and Bulgaria, two countries supporting Ukraine in the war. Moscow says the two must pay for gas in rubles rather than euros or dollars, but they refused. Russia is also warning that if Poland or Bulgaria try to siphon gas from pipelines running through their territory to other EU countries, it will shut off their supply entirely. After George Floyd's murder in mid-2020, the Minnesota Department of Human Rights started looking into how the Minneapolis Police Department does its work in all areas, from traffic stops and training to arrests. Looking at a decade's worth of records, the report out today finds the department, quote, engaged in an unlawful pattern or practice of racial discrimination. Russia and the U.S. made an unexpected prisoner swap. The exchange brings home U.S. Marine vet Trevor Reed. He was arrested in Russia in 2019 for assaulting officers and sentenced to nine years in prison. In return, Russia is getting back a drug trafficker who's been in a Connecticut jail since 2010. Here's hoping this is a good sign for other Americans imprisoned in Russia, like WNBA star Brittany Griner. Robin Hood was huge during the pandemic. Not so much these days. The stock trading app plans to lay off about 9% of its workforce, or about 300 people. CEO and co-founder Vlad Tenev said in a blog post that Robinhood expanded too quickly. Robinhood's monthly active users and quarterly revenue are both on the decline. At last, if you've been waiting for the day when you could avoid the Genius Bar and fix your own iPhone, it has arrived. Also, I'm kind of jealous of your skills and talent. Today, Apple opened its self-service repair online store, which allows you to purchase tools and replacement parts, including the display, battery, and camera. Apple says the parts cost the same as they do for authorized repair shops. Hey, how do you feel about Elon Musk buying Twitter? Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at therefresh at insider.com. Coming up, we talk to three insider reporters about the future of Twitter and where the social media network goes from here. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. 
Dr. Anthony Fauci was on PBS NewsHour last night, and he kind of low-key confirmed that right now... We are not in the pandemic phase in this country. He says new cases are down, even as we approach a million Americans who've died from the virus. Now... He says that worldwide, There's no doubt this pandemic is still ongoing. And though there's little hope of eradicating COVID, Fauci says vaccines are still the answer. Congressman Madison Cawthorn has been caught with a loaded gun at airport security again. This time he was trying to go through security at Charlotte Douglas International Airport in North Carolina when TSA agents spotted the gun, took it from him, and issued a citation. Cawthorn did the same thing last year at a different North Carolina airport and was not charged, but a repeated offense would cost him $13,000. Disney and Saudi Arabia are fighting over a scene in the upcoming movie Doctor Strange 2. The Guardian reports the country has an issue with a 15-second scene where one of the characters, America Chavez, refers to her two moms. And Saudi Arabia's supervisor of cinema classification basically says that's just too gay for the Middle East. But Disney is refusing to cut any LGBTQ references, so they're at a standstill. Imagine this. You're a writer struggling to meet a deadline, so you head to a local cafe, and you pay the barista to lock you inside. That's exactly what a popular cafe in Japan is offering. When you enter the manuscript writing cafe in Tokyo, you tell them your writing goal for that day, and you can't leave until you meet it. For extra money, you can have a barista stand behind you the entire time to keep you productive or, you know, terrified. Don't expect Congress to end the federal prohibition on marijuana anytime soon. HuffPost asked around Capitol Hill and in the Senate, it looks like not even all 50 Democrats are on board. For Republicans, the issue is a non-starter. But polling shows close to 70% of people in the U.S. are okay with fully legal weed. 18 states have already set up recreational markets and the House recently passed a legalization bill. When news broke this week that Twitter accepted Elon Musk's bid to buy the social media platform, most of us had a lot of thoughts. Ha 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 this will never happen. From a broader perspective, I'm kind of fascinated at how quickly this happened. Elon's just having fun because this is what guys like Elon do for fun. We spoke with three insider tech reporters about what this could all mean for the future of Twitter. I don't think Twitter is going to change all that much. Certainly not in the near term. That's Insider's Callie Hayes. She's a senior tech reporter, and she says the Twitter interface, the platform most of us use, will likely stay the same for now. Because it functions. This is the way Twitter works, and it works pretty well. She can't say the same for the way Twitter will be run, though, because once the deal is closed, it's unclear who will manage the company. There won't be a board of directors anymore. And that will either be something that Elon Musk rebuilds in his image or to what he sees best, or he does not. And he kind of just puts a CEO in place. Callie also reminds us that if and when the deal is sealed, Musk will make the public company private. That means he doesn't have to disclose financial information, including who is helping him front the $44 billion. There's a lot of differences in how you can operate as a private company as opposed to a public one. You're required to disclose much less so it's entirely possible that Elon would just put it off because he's known for not really taking SEC regulation super seriously. 
Going back to Twitter as a platform, though, Adam Lushinsky, a tech and business reporter, says there might be a few changes like the addition of an edit feature, which, you know, cool. But not so cool. We might also see an amplification of all the bad stuff. The cesspool Twitter, the just really disgusting, society-damaging trash that appears on the platform every single day. Elon Musk thinks of that as free speech, and of course it is free speech. So we'll probably see more free speech on Twitter. I suspect that we won't like that very much. Insider columnist Lynette Lopez says this is a pivotal moment for Musk himself. If he runs Twitter in a way that amplifies voices that are destructive to democracy and to social uh, harmony, then he will become a powerful negative force in our society. It depends on how he decides to use this power. Shareholders can still reject his offer, though, and they're not happy right now. Remember, this deal isn't done yet. Elon has a lot of questions to answer still. As we wait for Musk's and Twitter's next move, Adam says we have one important question to ask ourselves. Is it a good thing for one rich guy to own one of the most important communications platforms in the world? That's more of a rhetorical question, though, because Adam says there's not much people can do legally to stop Elon Musk. Adam Lashinsky is a tech and business reporter. Callie Hayes is a senior tech reporter. And Lynette Lopez is a columnist for Insider.